We don't know what we don't know. But once you realize that, you go to We Care For. Hi, I'm Bobby, a certified caregiving consultant and educator, caregiver support group leader, and I work one-on-one with family caregivers to help them find solutions that work for them for the often confusing or difficult behaviors that come with a dementia diagnosis. And I'm her husband, Mike. I'm a certified caregiver advocate and a certified music therapist. And this is Roger That, the podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia. Our goal is to focus on the caregiver, offer our practical insights, and share some emotional support. And we might even share a laugh or two, because we all know laughter's the best medicine. And don't forget the wine, Mike. Oh, no. (laughs) Sure won't. Especially on days like this. Yes. So... The seven years that you and I were caring for my dad, and that was 2002 to 2009, there weren't as many resources available as there are today. You're absolutely right. There were not. And I am so gratified that there are more now. But back then, I wouldn't have even known where to look because I didn't know what the problem was. We knew he had issues, but we, we didn't have any idea what his diagnosis was or what it would become. But It is so refreshing now to know there are more resources out there and there are places to go to look for them, and that's so important. And that brings us to today's guest, who is the founder and CEO of We Care For, a global and diverse platform, community, and portfolio of resources for all caregivers and other stakeholders interested in helping those who care for others. We Care For was built based on years of Carol's general business experience together with her personal experience of being the primary caregiver for both her aging parents and her in-laws. We are very pleased to welcome Carol Greco. Carol, thank you so much for joining us. We are pleased to have an opportunity for you to share your knowledge and resources with with our listeners. And we'd kind of like to start you off with asking you about your personal caregiving experience for your your parents and your in-laws and how that led you to do what you're doing now. Hi, thank you for having me, uh, Bobby and Mike. I really appreciate the opportunity. My personal care experience, um, just like you, began in the early uh, 2000s and was crushed with um, so both my parents and John's parents, um, my mother-in-law, who was, who was nine years younger than my father-in-law, and I always knew that my father-in-law would be with us, but my mother-in-law developed uh, dementia, and my father-in-law was uh, caregiving for her with us in the background, and our experience with them was uh, started off with them getting help in their home um, through a dementia uh, unit and assisted living then eventually into a nursing home. And then uh, when uh, John's mom went into the uh, assisted living, John's father came to live with us. And then eventually through her death, uh, which was uh, around 2009 as well, um, 2008. Um, Then along that journey, um, my father developed bladder cancer, uh, wound up with lung cancer, and my mom was showing signs of dementia as well around the 2004-2005 period. 
and I knew something was wrong, but my father was in complete denial. They lived in Florida. Um, I had business down in Florida through the consulting business that I was involved in and went back and forth to check on them. And then eventually, uh, when my dad got diagnosed, they said, um, I still had young children at home. Uh, I shouldn't say young. They were in high school, um, almost ready to go to college and still doing the, the sh- driving and the schlepping and working. And um, I said to my father, I said, um, I have to move you up. So um, that responsibility, uh, my mom, um, when my father died about nine months after I moved them up, uh, mom came to live with me. So I had my father-in-law and my mother living with us with a bunch of, um, I had uh, help come in um, just part-time at first and then eventually full-time and then I started to, um, between the emotional situation and dealing with all of the managing the financial aspects of dealing with both John's dad, my mother's issues, health issues, um, just trying to make it through the day um, and trying to work as well, dealing with children. I eventually said it started to wear on me um, emotional side and also physically I wound up with a, at one point a severe concussion and that was the straw that broke the camel's back uh, mom um, went into a nursing home at that point um, mom mom had a um, she was a, a dementia patient or an Alzheimer's patient who was not the classic Alzheimer's patient in that she had it just for six years she had it for a good 16 years and she wound up um, with, um, she was healthy, um, no other health problems other than taking Synthroid for her, um, for her lack of having a, a thyroid. And eventually, um, I just watched her melt away um, in, the, in the nursing home. So that was my personal experience with um, dealing. We dealt with everything from right from the beginning of managing medication, doctor's appointments, financial aspects, right up until through assisted living nursing homes, hospice, and taking down homes, selling things, and trying to just make sure that they had the right care. Well, what, what an amazing experience they have. And the fact that you're now working within the caregiving field to support others speaks volumes about you. And I can er- certainly understand the emotional and physical impact of caregiving, um, I was get, having migraines. I was having panic attacks. My hair was falling out. Mike and I were fighting like we'd never fought before or since because the stress level was so intense. Um, and you mentioned, you know, 16 years. I thought seven years was a long time. But working in this field as I do now, it can be, it can be a short-term depending, and it can go on for 15, 16, 20 years. Uh, and that's something else that people don't understand, that this is a long-term commitment when you're a caregiver. Through, through the 1990s, I had a, a family care necessities, which was a, a consulting and child care and an elder care consultancy and agency. So you would have thought that I, had, I would know on the elder care side more than I did. I knew how to match the caregivers, but I didn't have the... I didn't realize what it meant to be a caregiver until I actually experienced it myself. And, and Mike, like you said, 
Um, back then, there weren't that many resources. And one of the reasons why I set up We Care For and, and our tagline is helping those who care for others. I wanted to make sure that n- not just family and friend caregivers, but I also wanted to have professional caregivers because I realized that this is in-home and also in, in long and short-term institutions. I realized that many of those people, I was feeding them information um, and in looking up resources and the training that wasn't available to them is now available. Um, they just didn't know where to go to get it. So I was training caregivers all throughout that 16-year period. Um, and I wanted We Care For to have that information and, and the resources available to um, professionals as well. Um, even because even when I was in the nursing home environment and visited um, both my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, um, I would be speaking with a lot of the um, the CN, uh, CNAs and the LPNs, and we would talk about how to do different things. So it was an experience um, that I hope to to help people with with We Care For. Well, one of the things in looking at the We Care For website is there's a tremendous amount of resources for both, like you said, the family caregiver and also the professional caregiver. And it's kind of a for lack of a better phrase, it's almost like a one-stop shop where regardless of what your care experience or what you're doing right now as a caregiver, whether it be professional or personal, that they can go there and they can get the different resources. And I think that's that's awesome that you're supporting both sides. And they're very often there's crossover. Professional caregivers become family caregivers and, you know, family caregivers move into professional caregiving after the care years are are over with. So there's this crossover. So the idea that there's information for both through We Care For is is a wonderful resource. When I say it's a platform, um, what I did on the We Care For website, we have a job and career center, and it's broken down into two parts. There's the in-home for the family friend where you can go, and that's that's the proprietary um, job where that we we spend a lot of time and money on where people can go and um, a family can post an ad um, with their requirements and a caregiver can put in their requirements for a job. And what we do is when someone posts an ad, a caregiver, um, just like you do in a newspaper, will say they like that particular job and both both the caregiver and the and the family caregiver served up the, their matches, and then on the professional side, we teamed up with uh, Boxwood Nailer, which is a a in the association world that is the job board of all job boards. On that, we are part of a national um, healthcare network. There are three hundred associations and health systems on there, and there's every kind of job um, imaginable in a healthcare environment, LPNs, CNAs, uh, hospice coordinators, um, they're all there. And also in-home. Um, not as many on that side of the, um, the wall yes. <laughs> in, uh, in the career center, but it can be used on both sides by um, both families and also by the uh, professionals. And I also, the marketplace, um, what we did was, you know about Silverts, which is the company that does the adaptive clothing, that they're actually very fashionable. Um, clothing that I wish I knew for when my mother, who I would like to dress nicely, 
and for my mother-in-law. But it was like I would get these old-fashioned, you know, pants, and it's like, ugh. So they they kind of came up with um, a wonderful, wonderful line of clothing for men and for women and footwear. And then MD Live um, is also part of the marketplace. And um, MD Live is a telehealth program that we have for 10 years where you might not necessarily, it's not insurance, it's a, it's an a discounted rate for individuals and families that have access to telehealth. So if you have a caregiver that doesn't have medical insurance, it's another way that you can get help that they need for your caregiver. Also, the marketplace for We Care For is where people can go and look for the products and resources that they need. And that includes facilities. It includes the the elder care advisors. Um, that's what we hope to have come into, into the marketplace so that was one of the things that um, I wanted to put together. So my head was in not only providing a job board, a marketplace, you know, here's where you can get everything you need in one place. And what we did was I wanted to curate this information, not just throw it out there. So we were very happy. Um, told you a little bit about my association background, where I did a lot of consulting work. I knew about this association. It's the Association of Directory Publishers, and they awarded us uh, for our work in the marketplace, not even with it filled up, um, the Digital Directory of the Year Award. And we were also certified as a trusted local publisher, which means that I have the ability to vet businesses and give them a seal. And that gives them, as a business in this particular marketplace, when you have the seal... It means that you come on the top of the directory. You've been vetted. You come on top of this directory. You also become part of the national trusted local business directory. And that gets you in higher ratings on all the SEO platforms. If you're a business and you modify your business, let's say you modify um, what you're selling into this aging market, um, it will modify across all of the uh, platforms that they deal with. So I was really happy about being... um, um, selected to be part of that organization. It's something that I think uh, people would be very happy with if they decided to uh, to work with us on that. So, Carol, also through We Care For, you have some educational information, seminars, things of that sort, correct? Yes, we're, we're about to put a webinar on uh, on October 12th at 2 o'clock. We'll be putting that up on the site shortly. It's free. Um, and I'll be working with um, a young man who has worked with his mother and four aunts for almost his mother for probably almost 25 plus years and his four aunts, all of whom have no children. And he's been the sole keeper of his, his, of his mother who had a myriad of, of physical ailments and also his aunts, one of whom is a special needs um, She's not a young woman, a woman, and um, another aunt who's who's ill with heart disease, whom he jokes should have been dead 10 years ago. She keeps saying, I should have been dead 10 years ago. I need to be dead now. She's she's ready to 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 go to 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 go to God. And uh, and another aunt who is who's got some other issues as well. She's a great QVC purchaser of, of articles and, and things and has problems with her credit cards. I have a friend who says she's past her expiration date. That's um, a good way of putting it. 
which reminded me of uh, Roger one time asking a nurse <laughs> if he was when he was going to die. And she said, Mr. Carducci, I see no expiration date stamped on the bottom of your foot. <laughs> it is not our, <laughs> it's not for us to know. So I'm glad to hear that she's still doing well. And, you know, there's, some of us are just too darn feisty. It, it, it's going to take a lot to get rid of us. <laughs> well, it, 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 you know, it's funny that you should say expiration date. Um, my husband said, he goes, with all his aches and pains, um, he broke his kneecap um, Last year, and that has and, and severely broke it and dislocated it, and the pain and the the suffering that he's experienced over the last day. And he goes, "My expiration date's coming up," so we <laughs> laugh about that too. And and you know what's really interesting? I don't know if you guys feel this way. I felt that when um, knowing what I know about the aging process, and knowing what I know about dementia and Alzheimer's and having had not only my mother with Alzheimer's, but my grandfather had it, my uncle had it, my aunt had it. I keep saying to myself, you know, it's kind of scary. And, you know, when you think about it, and I, and I, I am grateful for the faith that I have. Um, I'm definitely not a holy roller and I don't want to be preachy, but I'm, I'm, I'm a practicing Roman Catholic. And I think we talked about this, that I'm grateful for my faith. I'm grateful for the power of prayer, and I'm grateful for, um, you know, when things get really rough, you know, the rosary beads come out, and and, and going to Mass for me was, you know, you talked about, um, you know, how did I make it through, you know, 16 years of it. Um, It's the people I met, you know, in church that, you know, know, looked at you and said, it's going to get better. You know, you mentioned the rosary beads, and Back before travel became as complicated as it was, if I was on a plane, I would have my Bailey's Irish cream in one hand and my rosary beads in the other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a true story. (laughs) (laughs) But I got to, you know, I did, I spent a lot of time praying and a lot of time crying during our actual caregiving years and um, got some wonderful responses. So, absolutely. It doesn't take much of anything to say a prayer, just, where are you now, God? I need some help today. And <laughs> that's all it takes. It's kind of like you, you did like the 12-step program. It was like just one day at a time, one day. And then I, I always kid around with, with friends that are going through whatever they're going through. I, I would say I, I would often get it down to half days at a time. And then it really got bad. I got down to an hour at a time. And said, oh, I made it through the arrow without another calamity or another problem to resolve. But just like I'm thinking about what I learned in caring for just the financial aspect of it and the the stupid mistakes that we made. Um, And that's another reason why I I, I said, you know, financial planners, you you know, the the guidance that, that, that you need that you didn't get because you didn't know what you didn't know. So I guess our message is we don't know. What we don't know, but once you realize that, you go to we care for. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what yeah. I wanted to to do. And if I don't have it, we I want people to use the social channels and say, hey, you know, can you give me, you know, some information or where to go? There yeah. are a ton of nonprofits out there that have a ton of information. That um, and again, my work with nonprofit associations, they're great amongst the members. But to get their word out and get the messaging out isn't always as good as it should be. I mean, there are, 
there's a ton of ton of information out there. And Carol, that's one of the reasons we do what we do here is because there is a tremendous amount of information and resources out there with folks like you. And by bringing you into the fold here, we then get that information out to the listeners where they might never have heard of or thought of we care for, but now they can go and get the resources there and other places too. And that's why we do what we do to provide where to go look for the information. And the elder care lawyers, I mean, there's associations where you can get information about what you should have, the paperwork. I knew that my father-in-law and mother-in-law didn't have what they needed. Thank God my parents had some of it, but even so, I mean, each state's a little bit different, but, but different religions handle dying in different ways. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I wanted to address on We Care For in the forum section of We Care For is exactly that, how um, people in different religions deal with, with the dying process and the kinds of things that, you know, what do you do when, when you, you know your mom's got dementia and Alzheimer's? And, you know, do you put a feeding tube in? And you know they're not going to get better. Um, you know, are you prolonging their suffering? Is that what you're supposed to do? And then you have that dilemma. So there's all those kinds of issues that came up. And then what do you do? Um, I didn't know this. I go to the bank um, with my mother. I was on their bank account. They shut the bank account down. And I couldn't write a check out to pay for my mother's bills because I had to bring paperwork into the bank to tell them that my father died. And oh, my goodness. And, and those are the kinds of things that I didn't know about until I actually. And this is with me having done elder care right. on the caregiver side, but not going through it myself. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, the main thing is there's a lot of resources, a lot of information there on the We Care For website. And do want to uh, point out once again that October 12th, you're having this uh, webinar caring for multiple family members at the same time. And um, we hope that you have tremendous response and hopefully some of our listeners will take advantage of that webinar. Right. Thank you. I just also, Mike, I wanted to point out one more thing on, we just expanded to age, um, the aging population. Uh, we do uh, adults and children with special needs because we realized right off the bat, there's a crossover on that. So a lot of the information we have there can also be used for that community as well. Well, we certainly thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy. you got a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> and we certainly thank you for taking the time to talk to us today and to provide this information to our listeners about the resources that you offer. Thank you so very much. Thank you. And we will definitely be in touch and we'll put links to We Care For on the show website. I want to say thank you so much for the opportunity and thank you for doing what you do. It's, uh, it's very important. Well, thank you for saying that. Thank you again. So one of my takeaways was over there at We Care For, people who need help can go there and seek the help that they need or see the resources that um, help them. But it's also a job search uh, opportunity for people that want to be caregivers or are professional caregivers and also for the professional places that need the caregivers. So I think that was very, very informative and important. 
Absolutely. You know, I found this is a rare episode where I'm not taking notes to, for the wrap-up because I was so into what Carol was telling us about all the wonderful resources that are available on that website. So um, my takeaway is go to the We Care For website and see exactly what's out there and how much help is available. And say again, thank you to Carol for, for what you do for so many. You can find more information about Carol and links to the WeCareFor.com website on our show website at RogerThat.show. This has been Roger That. I'm Bobby. And I'm Mike. And we are dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia. Bobby and I would love to hear from you, answer any questions you might have, or just find out how you're doing. If you have a comment on today's episode, please post it on our Facebook and Roger That Twitter. To find out more about us, head over to rogerthat.show. That's roger, R-O-D-G-E-R, that dot show. Roger That is produced by Missing Link, a media podcast company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast raising the bar on craft cocktails. Here you meet interesting folks, enjoy boozy banter, and learn how to make craft cocktails from a master. And if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and all those in between. Find Missing Link's League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and review the shows as your review helps our show reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company.